In today's episode, I will be reviewing Dr. Judy Morgan's book, From Needles to Natural. We're going to take a deep dive into here and figure out if this is a book that you would want to invest in or not. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Dog Happy, where we help you have happier, healthier dogs one interview at a time. Tune in for compelling stories with pet professionals, authors, and trainers that will educate and empower you to easily take action concerning the health and well-being of your dog. Now, please welcome the host of Dog Happy, Missy Courtney. Welcome to Dog Happy. I'm Missy. Many of you who listen on a regular basis may have heard my interview with Dr. Judy Morgan, and it was this book that got me excited to speak with her. That interview is linked below. So I wanted to share a deeper look into the book itself and my thoughts about it. So From Needles to Natural really starts with Dr. Judy's journey to becoming a veterinarian. So it talks a little bit about her childhood and how she decides to become a vet, talks a little bit about vet school. And then it really kind of goes into what it's like to be a practicing veterinarian. And then it brings us to the happy accident. And that happy accident is when Dr. Judy signs up for what she thinks is a rehabilitation course, which would complement one of her partners in the practice she's in, and then gets there and finds out that it's actually an, uh, a course on chiropractic. And I know when you read that, you think, well, if you weren't into it, why did you stay for the class? But I think we forget that those classes, you don't learn chiropractic in an hour. Those classes are probably fairly expensive and quite a few days long. And I think it's wonderful that she stayed. And then after she left that class, she came back to her conventional practice and she started trying out chiropractic on her clients. And what happened was is she saw it worked. And I also think when I read that, I thought to myself, well, of course it works. I use it for myself and why wouldn't you think it works? But what we forget sometimes is that veterinarians, they're trained on one path. That's the path they follow. You don't veer off to the side. So the fact that Dr. Judy even stayed with the course and then decided to use the option with her clients was quite a, uh, quite a courageous thing to do in veterinary medicine. And so as many of us who have experienced alternative therapies know is you you do chiropractic and you see the benefits of chiropractic. So then you want to do acupuncture and then you want to do um, homeopathy. And all of a sudden you're like, you're just trying to consume, 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 and it's just too much information and it gets a little bit overload. So you really do have to scale back and take one thing at a time. And that's kind of what happened with Dr. Judy in the story. She kind of, she saw how well chiropractic went and then she just wanted to see everything that was out there and got a little bit overwhelmed. (laughs) And then she had to step back a little bit. But what I found the most interesting and the one key point that I like about this book is that she is an integrative veterinarian. And the way that differs from a holistic veterinarian in most cases is that an integrative veterinarian is not saying that Western medicine has no place in healthcare any longer. What that veterinarian is saying is that I'm going to take what the best of Western medicine, and now I'm going to combine it with all these other things that I'm learning that can enhance 
the care and treatment for my patients. So an integrated veterinarian combines the two. A lot of times you will find that a holistic veterinarian practices only one modality, homeopathy, uh, acupuncture, chiropractic, and they don't do any more general care. They don't vaccinate, they don't use pain medication. And so what I really enjoyed about this book is that she really takes the time to find what works, then how to use it. And then she also shares that information with it within the book. And I'll get there in a few minutes. The other thing that I really liked about the integration part is sometimes when people take their sick pet to a holistic veterinarian, they're expecting a miracle. They've been down a very long path of probably trying this and that and this and that, and it's not working. And now the pets that was a little sick here is probably a lot more sick. So sometimes people get disappointed that the treatment options aren't working fast enough. And that's because sometimes you need to integrate both. You need the pain medication to bring down the inflammation while the acupuncture or the chiropractic or the herbs work. So having this integration, it was just really exciting. And I'm sure you can, because I keep going on about it, you can kind of see that I do really uh, like that fact. The other part that I like, so actually let me backtrack for a second. So the book begins with why Dr. Judy became a veterinarian, takes you through how she became an integrative veterinarian. And then what she does is she walks you through chapters on specific items. So I'm going to actually read you some of those chapter titles. So the eyes have it, treating eye disease, tremors, treating seizures and epilepsy, my aching back, treating disorders of the spine, snap, crackle, pop, treating degenerative joint disease, just say no to NSAIDs, diabetes, obesity, treating endocrine diseases, treating heart disease, raising healthy cats. Yes, this is for cats too. And horses. She talks a lot about horses in this book also. And then she starts to get into food. But where she really surprised me because I have read a lot of different books. And while they'll tell you no vaccinations, little vaccinations, or they may even say, I can't even remember the term right now. And you'd think I'd stop the video and look it up. But basically, it's where you immunize your dog by exposing them, taking them out and exposing them in life to different situations and in the hopes that they'll build the immunity, which for me, while I don't wanna over vaccinate, that was just a little too far the other direction. So what I really enjoyed about this book and I found very surprising is she has a whole chapter on vaccinations. And within that chapter, she breaks down from like the DHLPP, what each of those letters mean, what that vaccine does, how effective it is, whether or not you would want to use it, when you want to use it. Because one of the other points that she brings up that I thought was pretty cool is that not every dog 
needs the same type of treatment because you really have to look at lifestyle. A dog in an apartment is not going to need the same thing as a dog in the country. A dog that never goes on a hike isn't going to need the same thing that goes hiking every day. So it's not as simple as, okay, I'm going to use this flea and tick medication and this heartworm medication. I'm going to do these vaccines on a, a regularly scheduled basis, what she starts to say is, why don't you take a look at what these vaccinations do, the lifestyle that your pet and yourself live, and then make the best choices. She also talks about titers, what they are and when to use them. And you may be saying to yourself, why would I even care? Because each time you get a vaccination, it stimulates the immune system. And if you think about health in the context of yourself, how often do you get vaccinations? Every year? Every three years? Every five years? No, you get a certain set for as a child, and then that stops unless you travel to another country or we have a pandemic. <laughs> so the fact that we're vaccinating our dogs as often as we do can be a problem with a higher instance of cancer and degenerative diseases that we're seeing in our dogs. So it pays to understand vaccines better and also how to use them most effectively. And just to define titers, basically what the titer does is tells you, do I need another DHLPP or do I still show antibodies for that? And if I do, then I don't necessarily need that. So why would I wanna give it again? And the book dives into that a lot deeper so reducing vaccinations is one another one of the key points that she makes in here. As you can tell, I love that chapter. I love that chapter so much because I honestly hadn't ever seen, and I have read a lot, I hadn't ever seen a veterinarian who didn't say, don't do it, but said, here's a better way to do it. And I really, I really like that. And because she laid it out in the book, if you do get this book, you can take it to your veterinarian. You don't have to be seeing a holistic or, or an integrative veterinarian. Your regular veterinarian should be open to having a conversation with you about these types of things because every veterinarian goes into the profession with the intention of healing and helping your dogs or cats or horses. So they do have your pet's best interest at heart. So after vaccinations, she does talk about um, gastrointestinal diseases, itching, scratching. And then she also talks about treating parasites. So there's a whole chapter on using flea and tick medications, heartworm medications, when to use them and how to use them. And one of the things that she actually talks about within the tremors, treating seizures and epilepsy chapter is what types of flea and tick medication are safer to use with your pet that have seizures because all flea and tick medications can have central nervous system reactions, which means that if you have a dog with any kind of central nervous system issues like seizures, even older dogs with vestibular disease, that giving them flea and tick medication can cause them to have a seizure, can cause the uh, vestibular disease to flare up again, and also any kind of inflammatory conditions. Now, 
with the pandemic and getting the vaccinations, a lot of us had some kind of reaction, whether or not was your arm hurting. Uh, I have a one hip that kind of bothers me once in a while and it ached for a week. So similar things will happen when you use flea and tick medications and also when you vaccinate. So these are things to kind of keep in mind and you don't have to remember them. All you have to do is remember where they are. So that's another reason why I highly recommend this book is that it's just a nice reference to have on hand. So within this, she also talks about food. It is foundational. She has a pup loaf recipe in here, and she does talk about good nutrition on the YouTube channel. If you are listening to this on the podcast, I have linked below in the show notes, a link to a playlist. So I do have a Dr. Judy playlist where my interview with her will be located. And also she has done so many webinars, Facebook lives. I mean, she shares information constantly. So I have linked a few things that I think are really helpful and would be a good starting point for you. And then of course you can follow that trail wherever you would like to go with that. But I just wanted to make sure that you had that information. So would I choose this book uh, as a recommend? Absolutely. I almost forgot to mention one other thing that is incredibly helpful about this book. So a lot of times when you get a book like this, it'll talk about, um, well, let's go back to seizures. So it'll talk about have a dog having seizures and it'll be like, well, I think you should do this. And I feel like that, but then it just kind of stops the chapter ends, but her book doesn't. So for each of the chapters that she has dealing with certain conditions at the end of those chapters, she gives you a use these supplements and not just use these supplements. It's use these supplements in these dosages, use this food, feed this, do that. It was just really nice that you basically had a one-stop shop. So you've got the book. It tells you what to, if you have seizures, it'll go through. You have implementable ideas right then. So it sounds like I'm a cheerleader, but I really am. I like this book. And if I like your book, I'm going to cheer for it. I mean, I just really felt like it was um, worth it. This book on the back says it was $19.99. So it's not a small investment. So when you do invest in it, I hope that you now know that you're making a wise choice. And if you have any books that you would like me to review, or if you have a favorite book, please leave it in the comments below. I'll absolutely check it out if I haven't read it before. And I'll try and make sure that we get it on here. And uh, because sharing information is why this podcast exists and why this YouTube channel exists. So all of the links will be for the book and for the playlist and everything will be in the show notes below. So make sure you check them out. This book is available on amazon.com. You can also check out Dr. Judy's website at drjudymorgan.com. So thank you again for being here today. I really appreciate it. Stay happy. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Dog Happy. For more information and videos on today's topic, as well as more ways to keep your canine happy and healthy, be sure to visit us online at doghappy.com and follow us on Instagram at dog.happy. That's at dog.happy with an I.